Welcome to the Blue Mountain Hunting Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Penrod. This is episode number 10. Today, I'm going to be doing a solo podcast. My schedule and Troy's schedule just haven't been able to line up recently. We've both been bear hunting quite a bit, and I work out of town, so our only chance is remote podcast, but a lot of the time I have (coughs) really early concrete to pour, or he does, and then uh, we both work all day and go to the gym and try and get some sleep, so we're going to... I'm going to fit this podcast in here before I have to wake up early and go do some concrete. So this episode is going to be all about the gear, the gear that I use and have used and won't use again and will use forever. <clears throat> some of the standard gear that that I'll use uh, on every hunt, uh, that would be like my optics, my binoculars. I have a pair of Zeiss SFLs 10x42s. Um, just got those at the hunting expo there in Utah this year. Love them. They're they're really great, lightweight and awesome, awesome glass in them. Really clear. Put those on a tripod quite a bit, but no matter what hunt I'm going on, I always have those on my chest. I use a marsupial full enclosed uh, bino harness with a rangefinder pocket and then an underneath ammo uh, storage. And then my rangefinder is a Leopold RX1200 TBR. And that that does pretty much what I needed to do for the, the cost of it anyway. I'm looking to upgrade that here. Um, hopefully this year if I can get some funds together. I would like to get a Sig Kilo 5K, or if I'm really feeling froggy, the 8K, or maybe even the the Gunworks, the BR4 rangefinder. I think that would be pretty slick. Uh, other than that, what's in my pants really never changes in the, my pockets. <clears throat> I always have a a knife in my pocket, a lighter, a headlamp a small chunk of rope usually in my pocket. I always have, um, I've been going back and forth a little bit, putting my tags in my bino harness, or, but I've always kept them in my pants until this year, but I'm trying to fiddle with that. But that tags are always in my in my pants or my bino harness. Uh, I always carry my hunting license and ID and everything in my pants as well. And then I carry, I have longer hair and uh, hiking out in the dark with a headlamp on sucks with a ball cap but if i take the ball cap off it sucks even worse because i get hair in my face and stick into the sweat and all that so i carry a really lightweight thin beanie that uh i use for packing out and hiking out at night with a headlamp and it seems to work all right doesn't make me too hot but it keeps my hair out of the way Another another thing that always goes with me is a set of sunglasses. I usually just buy cheap polarized sunglasses. The orange or red lenses seem to be the best that I've found um, as far as seeing animals and things like that. 
the blue ones tend to, uh, I don't know why that it is, but the blue ones seem to be harder to, to pick up animals when you're walking. Next is going to be the gear that I take, um, on my back. So the rifle that I use is a Springfield model 2020 in 6.5 PRC. It's been great this year. I just got it uh, this year and it's killed three bears so far. I shoot, uh, it depends on the situation, but I either shoot the Nosler Acubon, uh, I believe they're 142 grains. Don't quote me on that, but the Acubons for up close stuff and uh, bigger animals. I'm also trying out some Barnes bullets, some solid copper bullets that I want to see how they how they do accuracy wise out of that gun. Um, that those that's probably what I'll use for elk. If not, I'll just stick to what I've been using. I personally shoot a match bullet, the Hornady. 147 grain ELD M and that's that killed my bear at 500 yards it killed another bear at 200 yards one shot through both lungs killed it the expansion was it actually went all the way through the bear on that one and then it also killed another one at 100 yards um, that did not pass through that one fragmented and uh, went through both lungs and stopped on the other side. So I don't uh, I don't tend to take shots that are steeply quartering or in need of heavy penetration. I understand that a, a big bull elk is a different animal, and um, I'm still on the fence whether or not I'm going to shoot a match bullet at that or not with a 6.5 PRC. Um, I'll have to give that some more thought. The optics that's on that is a Leopold VX3 HD 4.5 to 14 by 44, not illuminated with the regular reticle. And then I have a Caldwell carbon bipod on there that I use, and then I usually just strap it to my pack. Um, I've been experimenting with the sling, and I really don't like it so far. Um, I either carry it in my hands or I have it on my pack. So well, only time will tell if I'll use something else. Hopefully the pack that I use is the XOK4 5700 and they don't have a sling system for it or a quick uh, release carrying, rifle carrying system yet. They're supposed to be releasing that here soon. So I'm definitely gonna get that when I when it comes out. And if that doesn't, I don't love that. I'm going to try either the Stone Glacier uh, Quick Release Sling or the Kafaru Gun Bearer. Like I said, my pack is the XOK4. Been really enjoying that pack. Uh, it fits me. It's the first pack I've ever had that actually fits my body, um, which makes a huge difference when you have a lot of weight on there. The difference between you know, a 90 pound, 80 pound, 90 pound pack on your back that is too low on your hips and is getting into your hip flexors and and uh, putting a lot of pressure on your shoulders versus a pack that sits nice and high on your iliac crest with tension in your shoulders but not all the weight on there is night and day. 
and packing with the K4 is just a hundred times better and I can't wait to put some really heavy weight. I think the heaviest pack that I've had so far is right around the 80 or 90 pound mark and it was a very steep incline and I didn't really have any problems. There was no pain. It was obviously uncomfortable because it's heavy but you know nothing no pain no no pain in anywhere in my body no pressure points or anything like that so really happy with that pack uh some of the things that i carry for every hunt is i always have a puffy uh, jacket in there that is the compadre from first light i always carry a, a lightweight rain jacket in there i don't carry the pants very often unless i know it's going to rain heavily and i'm going to be hunting in it but what I use for a rain jacket is the first light, ultralight rain jacket. And then I also have the frog togs, ultralight um, rain jacket and pants. And honestly, there's not a huge difference in the two so far that I can tell. Where I live, it doesn't rain a whole lot. And when, I, when I'm hunting, if it rains, I'm just going to go wait it out either in the truck or under a tree if I'm out in the hills. So the rain gear is not a huge huge deal for me. Uh, I always carry a SteriPen for purifying water. I always have two knives. I have the Buck 113. It's really heavy, but I love the shape of the blade and it holds an edge really well. I carry a Kershaw lightweight sharpener for that one. And then I also carry an outdoor edge replaceable blade um, knife. And I like to do my initial cuts with that replaceable blade, but then skin out with the buck knife and use the buck knife for uh, cutting joints and all the heavy duty work. I also uh, carry uh, a merino beanie with me most of the time, especially if I'm sleeping out um, outdoors in a tent or, or whatever. That just seems to work really well to to manage heat and keep the hair out of my face. What's next? Some of the things that, uh, that I sometimes carry and sometimes don't is I'll carry a neck gaiter, like a lightweight one. If, uh, if it's really cold and frosting up my, and my hurting, hurting my lungs when I breathe, I'll carry one of those neck gaiters to breathe through. Uh, I'll also carry a uh, 20,000 milliamp, I think, 20,000 milliamp anchor charger, a battery bank for charging my uh, phone or inReach or whatever. I also have an in uh, Garmin inReach Mini that I carry on my bino harness at all times. Um, I just, my parents got that for me this year and I've been using that to kind of check in versus before I, I hunt solo most of the time and i bounce around a lot from area to area i might be tell some people my i would tell my parents you know hey i'm gonna go here and i'll send my dad you know like a pin on onyx and then i get there and hunt for a day or two and i decide to change it up and i go you know sometimes quite a distance away without service so if something was to happen to me they would be looking in the wrong spot which is worse than not knowing where to look so now I am able to stay in contact and tell them where I'm at. Uh, most of the time I'm taking a tripod. I use the Slick 733. I also have the Suray 
T0024SK, I think it is. Something like that. It's an aluminum tripod. But uh, I really like the Slick 733. It's a little bit heavy duty. I might go to a Slick 634 next year. Just a little bit lighter weight and more compact. But it's not really a, too bad. I The spotter that I use is a Swarovski 80 millimeter with a 25 to 50 eyepiece. It's the um, STS, so not the STX, but the STS, and it's pretty heavy. So that, along with the Sure VA5 fluid head um, on top of this Slick 733 is just rock solid, and I love it for digiscoping and uh, picking apart an animal, but it is heavy. So we'll have to see. I use the Black Diamond Pro trekking poles. And then I have a quick sticks adapter on there that I use to keep my trekking poles together. And also um, if I need to take a shot that from a seated position, uh, it's really handy. You just click your trekking poles together, give them a twist, and then you have uh, basically a bipod. And it's just... Uh, just a good way to quickly get a shot off and most of the time that's what you're doing on the xok4 they have a nalgene holder that is just slick as can be i love it so i always carry a, a lightweight nalgene with me and that's what i drink out of uh, a lot of the hunts where it's really cold the bladders just freeze up on the hose so a nalgene is a lot better for me and it also gives me a, a place to purify water if i need to so I always have a Nalgene with me, even if uh, that's the only water that I take in. Uh, I typically don't pack a whole bunch of water, but I will take a a bladder if I'm going to pack in and camp, and I'm not sure where the water's going to be there or not. I always have a lightweight pair of gloves, like uh, the Kuyu Attack gloves is what I've been running recently. I've been liking those so far. I might try the Sitka Gunner gloves next as... Um, something to take with me all the time. These ones are, the QU gloves are all right. They're just a little bit softer than I would like. And the size is pretty small. Like if your hands are cold and wet, squeezing into them is not super fun. But I also carry a pair of Carhartt mittens, but they're, they're way heavy. I'm going to trade those out for some outdoor research mittens this year, or maybe the new stone glacier mitts or maybe the the sitka ones i really haven't decided yet i'm thinking the stone glacier though but a pair of a good pair of mitts when you're glassing um or whatever riding a four-wheeler when you're sitting on a cold hill it's just you can't beat it uh, i don't like he heavy winter gloves with fingers that just doesn't keep my hands warm and typically the only thing that really gets cold on my body is my feet and my hands. So uh, I always have an extra, I actually carry three headlamps on me at all times. I have one in my pants, which is the Petzl Actic. And then in my pack, I either have the, an Ozark Trail, which is just a cheapo Walmart brand rechargeable headlamp that uh, I've used for a couple years now, uh, actually for work. And it has a good battery life and a good high beam. 
So it's a really great headlamp. It's the white one. Or I have a camo fire headlamp that I'll throw in there, and that one's pretty cool. It's got a bunch of different settings as far as uh, colors and and uh, brightnesses, and it seems to be all right. I haven't tested it too much yet. The bright does seem to kill the battery quite quickly. But it's, that's pretty much all that's in my uh, pack besides my kill kit, which in there I just have... Uh, I have tape, electrical tape, zip ties, a set of um, gloves for cleaning animals. I have replaceable blades in there for my knife. I also have some marking tape just in case I need to mark a blood trail or um, a shooting position or maybe where the animal was when I shot, anything like that. Uh, and that's pretty much all that's in my kill kit. Then I always have some game bags. I've used the, oh, what are they? They were the, they were the first ones that I saw. Um, shoot, the Ovis, the Ovis um, washable game bags. And I just have the elk ones and I either, I take, you know, like I'll take two of them for a bear or one for a bear, depending if I'm, what I'm doing. And then, for a deer, I'll, I will take all four, um, even five if I'm bringing out some Oregon meat. And then for elk, I'll do the four or five, just depending on what I'm bringing out. Hopefully it's boned out and really close to the pickup. It doesn't always seem to work out that way. Last year, my bull was in quite a ways and I did not bone it out. Uh, and it was, it was a heavy, it was a heavy four trips. I'll tell you that. Uh, next, I want to talk about what's in my truck. So when this is kind of, normally I didn't really pay attention to what was in my truck. You know, I would throw in a shovel and I would have my chainsaw, you know, like a toolkit and not really worry about it. But after last year, I had uh, quite a bit of problems on the mountain. So uh, I kind of dialed in my my truck gear a little bit better this year. I have a set of chains now. I always carry two shovels, one uh, a pony shovel that's, you know, good for digging in in the harder dirt. And then I carry a wider blade shovel that's more for moving snow and looser, looser dirt, things like that. Um, when you need to move a lot of material that's lighter, uh, use that bigger shovel, mostly snow. I get chainsaw. I have a Husqvarna that I've had for years, a gas chainsaw. I'm going to swap that out for a Milwaukee battery-powered chainsaw. Uh, it just takes bar oil and a battery, and for what I use a chainsaw for, that will be perfect. So um, when I can, I'm going to purchase one of those. Uh, I also carry a set of jumper cables and a battery jumper that uh, so I can jump my pickup if I need to. I also have, carry a foam pad and like a tarp so that I can lay under my pickup in whatever conditions and not get absolutely soaking wet. Like especially if I'm on the way into a hunting spot and I'm going to be hunting all day, but I get stuck or I need to, you know, pull some brush out of the bottom of my truck, whatever the case may be, you know, check something out underneath, uh, 
I can lay on uh, that tarp and pad and not get my clothes soaking wet so that when I go hunting, I'm dry. And that, that's, that's a pretty neat deal to carry with you. It's just a small tarp, you know, and I think it's eight by five and then a small like Thermarest Z pad. Uh, it's a sleeping pad, I think actually for, for laying on. They're both really cheap. You can go to Harbor Freight and get that tarp for like less than $10. I always carry a tool set with me, so I like the Duralast tool sets, the mechanic tool sets. They seem to be the best that I have found. Uh, yeah, they're so, they're so far the best. I also carry an axe and a hatchet and a foldable shovel. So three shovels and two axes. Um, I really have been liking the Cold Steel Trail Boss. Uh, it's a great, great little axe. Obviously a spare in the truck and then the handle to get the spare down and a jack. Uh, the little scissor jack is pretty much fine with me, but I also carry a small bottle jack. Uh, just depending on what's going on. I, you never know when you're going to need to use it. I haven't had to use it yet, uh, but I've been on trips with other people when we've had to like put it under the, the tongue, the the hitch or the bumper and jack it up a truck and then put things underneath the tires on both sides so that we could get out of a high centered situation. But so far I haven't had to use it and I don't typically need to, but it is, it is in the truck if I need it. Let's see. I think that pretty much covers everything that I have in my truck all the time. I uh, usually have food in there uh, and a cooler. It's, if I'm going on a warmer, actually, since last year, I'm going to carry one all the time, but I carry a giant cooler that's the that fits the entire width of my the bed of my truck. And I will fill it up with ice before a hunt. Uh, just I'll leave them in the bags and then carry, put all my food and drinks to one side of it and just stack ice in there. And then once I get the quarters or the bone-down meat out, I will layer them in the cooler with the ice and then I will actually just when I get home take the food and drinks out of the cooler put it on a slight incline so that the water drains out and make sure that there's ice in between all the meat at all times and I will age my meat in the cooler it's been a last year the elk and deer that I did with that with has been the best tasting game meat that I've had uh, I think ever just really great. And they were both, you know, mature, uh, animals. So, you know, they, and they taste better than some of the calf elk that I've had, uh, just really great. And I think I'm going to do that, uh, going forward. I just can't afford one of the giant yetis that are like deep freezer size, but uh, it would be super cool if I could have one of those and it also didn't get stolen out of the back of my truck at a trailhead. What else? I think that pretty much covers everything. Uh, oh, I guess I did forget the Leatherman. For years, I've always carried a, a Leatherman Skeletool in my pocket, but I have since just went to putting it in the pack with a bunch of spare bits, of different bits that I have. So that way, that's kind of like my repair emergency pliers instead of my everyday, because 
every day uh, for work and everything else, I carry a Leatherman Skeletool in my pocket, but I, um, I've also lost them in the hills and they're not cheap. So I just carry a cheap uh, pocket knife that holds an edge in my pocket now. And then I have the Leatherman in the bag with my buck knife and my outdoor edge. So I do have quite a bit overkill of knives and lighters, but can you ever have overkill of knives and lighters? I don't think so. Because I don't know if you've ever tried to start a fire when your lighter's out, but it's not a good feeling. And I don't know if you've ever skinned a deer or elk with a Leatherman, but that's also not fun. I did it, I've done it with a little Leatherman and uh, like a little neck knife before, and it just makes all the difference in the world if you have the right tool for the right job. Other than that, uh, that's pretty much the gear, my gear list. I didn't go over any of my camping gear, so I guess I can I can cover that quickly. So if I'm sleeping near a road, I will sleep in my pickup, and I'll sleep in the front seat with a neck pillow versus a regular pillow. Troy actually is the one who uh, put me onto that. And it's much more comfortable and you don't lose your pillow and you can actually get like almost a full night's sleep like that. But I typically don't like to stop, set up a tent, a sleep, blow up my sleeping bag, get my sleeping bag out, yada, yada, yada. I just unzip my sleeping bag most of the way, stick my feet in, put them down by the pedals, pull it up over me. If it's really cold, I will actually use a liner and a sleeping bag and just pull that up, zip it up lean my seat back as far as I can and zonk out. But that's much quicker and much more efficient than setting up a, a, an actual camp. And I don't I almost never use a base camp, like a wall tent or anything like that. Like I said, most of my hunting is solo. So hunting, when I have other people around, yeah, it's nice. Most of the time they actually bring trailers and you know, cook shacks and stoves and just as much food as you can eat. And that's always great when you go with your family, but for the most part, I'm sleeping in my truck and I'm running and gunning as, as much as possible. If I'm packing in somewhere, uh, I don't remember the name of my tent and I just set it up and looked at it too. Shoot. It's just, uh, it wasn't all that expensive. I think it was about $200. It's a one-man tent with a, it uses trekking poles or you can cut a stick to uh, set it up, but, oh shoot, what is it called? I can't remember, but typically I have a saw with me anyway, so I just cut some sticks and set it up, and then it has a rain fly that I usually take as well, and then some guy lines that you put out, and, and some ultralight stakes. I think it, it's around, it's over two pounds, but you know, it's not terrible for the, for the cost of the tent. The sleeping pad that I use is the Climate. Uh, I cannot remember the name of that either. It's the heavier duty one. It's orange and it's got the R value of five, I believe. But I've had that one this whole time. It's pretty thick and it's comfortable. It's heavy, but sleep is really important. So if you 
are going to carry a little more weight. The sleep system is, in my opinion, a good place to carry a little bit more weight. My sleeping bag is a Leaf Zero Degree. So just a kind of an off-brand backpacking company. And it is warm. And uh, it's a synthetic bag. It doesn't pack down very small. And it is pretty heavy, but it is warm. On spring bear, when it's later in the season, like now, uh, May, June, I will take just a quilt, just a lightweight, uh, a lightweight packing quilt. I really would like to buy the Stone Glacier Chilkoot quilt, uh, but that's just not in the budget right now. That thing looks sweet though. I think I'm gonna upgrade to either an enlightenment enlightened equipment enigma quilt that one has the foot box or uh the stone glacier quilt the only problem with the stone glacier is it is a 32 degree quilt and i would like one to be probably 15 degrees uh, if i could and down and so it'll pack down super small but it'll be warm and it'll just give me a little bit extra room in my pack for other things and then I also carry a climate uh, pillow. I didn't on my last trip, and I had to use my puffy gear, and it just, I sleep really well, no matter what, usually, and I just had a little bit of trouble sleeping because of the pillow situation. It was also pretty warm, and I don't sleep well when it is warm. Other than that, uh, that takes care of my camping, camping stuff. And that pretty much wraps it up. So I just want to say thank you guys for listening. And I will catch you on the next podcast.